The opinions, beliefs, and viewpoints expressed on today's radio show and their guests do not necessarily reflect the opinions, beliefs, and viewpoints of Easy Way Broadcasting. Welcome to Radio Boomers Live, the show about all things human from a baby boomer's perspective. All things hot and all things not. News, reviews, interviews, chat, text, and what's next. And here are your hosts, Risa Gray from Betty White's Off Their Rockers and Easy's dad, Jim Zuli. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. And it's Radio Boomers Live time with Risa. Risa, are you with me? Good morning, good morning, good morning. It's time to rock and roll again. I'll tell you what, these weeks come around fast. Well, I hope you had a good Easter. Hope all our listeners had a good Easter. And uh, I tell you, it's when uh, they say 85%, reason 85% celebrate Easter, and most of them stay home. <laughs> oh, okay. cool. But do they really celebrate Easter? I don't know. I'm not really sure. But they they say they do. They have the food, the family. So I guess that's Easter yeah. for some. <laughs> yeah, we got our Easter basket and so on and so forth. But uh, no, it's, it's, uh, it's you know, Reese, it's just amazing how fast it comes around. I I feel like we just celebrated the Easter holidays, the Christmas holidays, and it's like, boy, I tell you, does it seem to go faster when you get when you pass forty or fifty? I don't know. Well, time, uh, time compresses. Flies. It really does. We got Reese. We got May sixth. Shelby Reynolds, Sheldon Reynolds from Earth, Wind, and Fire will be our guest. We got some uh, interesting guests coming up, and uh, I'll tell you, you know, it's kind of interesting because a lot of the baby boomers, they uh, they're interested in the older bands from back in the '60s, and they they want to get them back together again. You, you ever notice well, when you go out to some restaurants, they they play the old music? Why is that? They must like our stuff. Because huh? we're the ones with the money. <laughs> they want to make us happy. <laughs> but I heard an interesting fact the other day that as people with uh, Alzheimer's and uh, that are losing their memory, the older memories are the last to go. So they wow. remember the old music. And, and we can remember all these lyrics <laughs> from the 60s and 70s. But we can't uh, remember what we had for breakfast yesterday. <laughs> That's interesting. The older memories are so. I've been thinking about these older, uh, you know, songs and things like that. I wonder if I'm heading in that direction. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't anyway, know. but they say if you play them for people that are having problems with memory loss, they will swing and sway to the music and wave their hands and remember the lyrics and then, wow. you know, go back mm-hmm. after the. So I'm I'm already planning my tape that I'm going to tell them when I lose my memory. <laughs> these are the songs I want you to play. Play these songs, yeah. That's pretty. And cool. Earth, Wind, and Fire is definitely one of them. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. We uh, a lot of good memories there. But you know, you go to these restaurants and these here the people are the young people and everybody listens to our stuff. But you know, you can understand it. That's the thing. Anyway, with that, Reese, well, I guess it's hot topic time. Absolutely. Ripped from the headlines. Today's hot topic. Well, the Mueller report. Be losing their minds. They don't know what to make of it. I mean, really, it it it's apparently not clear to anybody exactly what the the final judgments were, but they can't decide whether or not they want to impeach. They can't decide whether or not they want to just go, go on with business as usual. It's just amazing. I, I, I and, and it's on both sides. They can't really decide what they want to do. You know, I have to say, I'm one of those people that at this point in in Trump's administration, let the people decide. Go ahead. There's an election coming up in a year. If the people don't want him to be president anymore, let the vote, vote decide.
decide. In the meantime, can we get back to the business of running America, the business of doing things that are necessary for our government to run? And that's just my opinion, but I just think everybody's up in arms, and we're a year away from another election cycle. Maybe, maybe, I don't know. (laughs) I, I don't know anymore. But I know I'm sick of hearing this same old story. The one thing they proved was there was no collusion, and that was what that investigation was supposed to be about. If we spend all of this time, all of this money, all of this energy in investigating the president, what is really going on in this country? I don't know, but hopefully we will get back to business Everybody will start cooperating with one another, and we'll just be one big happy America again. That's my hot topic, Jim. What's yours? I know you've got all the news. <laughs> well, you know, Reed, it's funny. When when we watched the Kennedy-Nixon debate, the big news the next day was that Nixon didn't wear makeup, if you remember. I mean, unbelievable. Right. Anyway, we got... We got Sri Lanka. We had some bad bomb attacks there. Uh, They say around 300 people could have been killed, and that uh, Sri Lanka is off India, and they point to Islamist attacks. And the famous Notre Dame Church, which everybody knows now burnt, uh, they're they're amazed. They raised almost a billion dollars within three days, and they had – they had a lot of protesting because uh, because they're saying, wait a minute, we have all these people out here and we're not making enough money and you raised a billion dollars. <laughs> anyway, so we have, uh, so there's thousands, of, all right, let me move on from this because we, we all know about this. But they're, they're, they're saying it could take five years to, to reduce, but it could take longer than that and uh, around $5 billion. Uh, thousands of species disappearing. Well, a thousand species disappeared last year. Average was 500 to 100, uh, 50 to 100. And we're talking about a thousand species, according to uh, Smithsonian. And uh, that's a lot of. So they call it. We're in the middle of a mass extinction. But don't forget that mass extinction could be a thousand years. So I wouldn't worry too much about it. Bitcoin has been on the uh, rise up to 26 percent in four weeks. Uh, scientists hooked up 32 dead pigs. Reed, this is interesting. 32 dead pigs' brains to a machine, and they revived them. To their surprise, it actually worked. Biochemists responded, "Holy blank!" <laughs> but uh, we all have things. Yeah, I, I, I'm not real sure about the dead pigs. <laughs> that story well, freaks okay, me out. But go Rita, on. <laughs> Lisa went over the Mueller thing. I'm not going to go over it again. Uh, president has the lowest unemployment rate uh, since 69. So that's a good thing for his uh, re-election thing. Unemployment is real low. Severe storms. Got some bad storms, Reese, over there on the East Coast from Florida up to New England and uh, South Carolina. I mean, flooding. There's uh, a lot of bad stuff going on there. They had some severe flooding. 6,000 flights delayed. And 1,500 canceled. So if you're going to go over the East Coast, I always tell you, check before you go. See what's going on over there so you don't wind up in a mess. Uh, good news for Risa. More people moving out of L.A. than in. They're moving to uh, Riverside counties and out of state. So, yeah. So we got uh, Ninth Circuit denies Trump's attempt to block California sanctuary city laws. And an ocean climate shift. Sea creatures are getting uh, confused. They're washing up on beaches that they were never washed up on. Polar bears are kind of lost because they the, the the whole climate area where they're at is different now. It's flat. It's not uh, full of ice sheets that they had before. Everything is melting, so they have to readjust. Sixty. I told you about the sixty thousand protesters are are basically upset because of. Uh, uh, they're just not making enough money over there. And a young couple was rescued from a crocodile-infested swamp after writing Help in the Mud. How simple is that? 
So a lot of stuff, but we're running out of time, so I just got to hit you. I hit you with a couple things there. So Reese, if you're ever out there doing your one of your, you know, uh, tours or your vacation things out there, just uh, right in the mud. If some crocodiles come at you, you know what to do to, <laughs> to be safe out there. And uh, what do we got? Oh God, there's just so much stuff. I, I want to hit you guys with so much news, but we're out of time on that. So moving right along, we're going to run into a commercial here. What do you think of that? Oh, where's my sponsor? Yep. Are you tired of doing business the hard way? Is building your business taking too much time and energy? We can help. Introducing your ultimate solution, EasyWay Business Membership. We're a full-service digital marketing solution specializing in branding and marketing, advertising, and introductions to CEOs and influencers that can help your business thrive. Problem solved. Now you can hire our award-winning team to work for your business. We've received many prestigious awards, including the Digital Trailblazer Award by Hollywood Weekly Magazine, and we've been recognized by Congress. For just $11 a day, you'll get more exposure, reach more clients by next month, guaranteed. Here's how it works. You pay one low annual fee of $4,000, and you'll receive consulting, branding, marketing, advertising, social media support, product placement, and business introductions to help your business grow exponentially. And if you need more, we offer SEO, commercial, TV exposure, and much more for an additional rate. To recap, for just $11 a day annual membership fee, you'll receive branding, consulting, business-to-business introductions, advertising, and social media support. But don't take our word for it. Here's what our customers We've say. been working with EasyWay, Eric, for the last six months, and literally, we are slammed with work <laughs> for two months straight, so his marketing definitely works. To learn more, visit EasyWayNetwork.com or contact us at 877-399-2929. And don't forget to follow us on social media. On Facebook at EasyWay Network, Twitter at EasyWay Broadcast, and YouTube at EasyWay TV. Boomers Forever Young is really making a name for themselves as an exciting nutritional company with products that really work. People from all over the country are starting to take notice. Their whole person approach to health and wellness, combined with their unique array of powerful natural health products, are setting them apart from all the other companies in the nutrition industry. Their customers love the one-on-one free consultations and the results they experience. Sound a little too good to be true? Then go online to boomerboost.com today and sign up for a free consultation with a product specialist or just give us a call at 1-800-861-4609. Again, that's boomerboost.com or call 1-800-861-4609 to join the thousands already experiencing the benefits of Boomers Forever Young products. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. And we, we have a very interesting guest, and I don't say that lately. I sat here for an hour reading her bio. The problem is, if I were to share all that with you, she'd never be on the show. But I'm going to just tell you a little bit about her. She's the founder of the Omnicultural TV Fest, and she's an actress, a writer, comedian, CEO of Latin Hollywood Films, Inc. She stumbled into uh, comedy while living near the comic strip in New York City and soon became America's top female performer touring the nation with other top comics. She created Kiki Desid uh, uh, Hollywood. Just Hollywood. <laughs> Hollywood, which aired, I'm not too good. Aired on Galveston, a national Spanish uh, language network. And I'll tell you, oh, wow, this is impressive. Now, she also created the first ever Spanish language stand-up comedy show. Uh, you know, comedy, comedians are sharp people. You know, they have to be there <laughs> to come out with that kind of stuff. But uh, I'm, I'll hit you with a little bit more, and then i got to bring her on. Uh, she's a journey of a female comic qualified for the 2016 Academy Awards. The film also became a part of the permanent core collection of the Academy of Motion Pictures and Arts and Sciences. Well, I'm going to let her tell us a little bit more about that. But Kiki Melendez, Kiki, on with us. Hola, cómo estás? <laughs> there she is. There she is. Well, Kiki, How I'll tell you? you what. I know you're not a baby boomer, but you have one interesting little bio there. 
And Kiki, this is Retha Gray uh, from Betty White's Out There Rockers fame. And uh, Hola. Retha, this is Kiki. Hola. <laughs> How are you guys? Thank you for having me today. Oh, sure. Thank you for <laughs> being you on the show. <laughs> you are yeah, a... no, it's been it's been crazy. I've had to uh, make my own opportunities um, with Kiki Desa Hollywood. It was the first bilingual entertainment show in the nation. I also did Hot Tamales on Showtime, which was female comics. Uh, it was a sisterhood of more than 150 female comedians nationwide wow. that toured with us. We had people like Tiffany Haddish, Lonnie Love. Eva Longoria, all these great women had graced our stage at some point. And so, so um, yeah. Where did you get this from? I mean, you I mean, you were so involved in so much stuff. You have an energy there. Where, where do you think it came from, <laughs> uh, mom, dad, or, I mean. Well, that's why you? I never do, I can never do coke because I probably have a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> you are uh, the Energizer Bunny for sure. I am. And I mean, now, I, yeah. Okay, now, where did the comedy part come from? Because co- comedians are smart people. It's not easy to be a comic. But no. But some of the most popular people there are, like Bob Hope and, and you know. They're, they were comedians. So where did that come from? I mean, you must have been an open uh, type person, you know, like not afraid to talk to people. I know. So I, I, I actually was inspired by a comedian friend called Joey Vega. He's like the Paul Rodriguez of New York, you know, of New York City. And yeah. um, we were really good friends, and, he, and he, I used to go see him all the time. He, I was like one of his little sort of fans that would always go to yeah. the shows. And then he would hang out with me afterwards, and we'd hang out with Chris Rock and all, you know, Adam Sandler, all those people in, in, uh, in, in New York when they were starting out. And, um, and he said to me, you know, you are funny. Like, you should be okay. a comedian. And I was studying, um, you know, see, uh, I was studying at Lee Strasberg, which is a very dramatic arts, you know, type of education. And and he says you should be yeah he's like you should be a comedian you should really be a comedian, and I was like you know what I'm gonna try it and I took a class because I I used to take classes for everything I I wanted to do I would I would take a class you know what I mean learn yeah and so basically um, I am you know I took a class and and uh, with Rob Weinstein and all of a sudden I was like you know, petrified of being on stage, but he said, you are good. He goes, you should really get serious. And within, like, a couple of months, I was auditioning for Saturday Night Live, but I was totally green. Oh, wow. You know, I didn't, cool. I, but, but I had been asked to audition for Saturday Night Live back then. It was so... I wish I would have known, you know what I mean, what I know now, but I was yeah. uh, I was so petrified of the stage because it's hard well, you know to what? be there. you're not the only one. Yeah. Well, a lot and, of big ones are nervous out there. Yes. And yes. stand up to me is the most nerve wracking thing. It's that minute before you actually go on that you feel like you're going to die. <laughs> oh yes, right? Yes, I was. I mean, I would like not eat. It was the best diet for me because every time I had a show, I would not eat like a week before. <laughs> you know? so I'm like, this is a great diet. <laughs> well, but, you um, know, comedy is really harder to do than, than drama. It, yes. It, 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 yes. It, it, it takes perfect timing. That's what really makes comedy work. So when did but, you, you know, learn it was, timing it was so, from? Who did was, you watch? I mean, I think timing is 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 something you're born with in a way. You can't really teach it too much. Yeah, um, that's true. It, yeah, ah. it, it's something that you have to really have. Um, you know, there's yeah. a lot of people that, for example, you know, try to be funny, or there's comedians even outside of the stage that try to be funny, and and their you know their their timing you know isn't always there, um, or there are people that try to be funny. You have friends that they could be funny if I had the right timing, right? Like, they say stuff, and you're like, that yeah. could have been funny if you would have had the right timing, you know? <laughs> that's uh-huh. learn, yeah. That's, that's so I think it's, yeah, I think it's something that you're kind of born with, and um, and you always have to know when to interject the right thing at the right, right. you know, moment. But I am, uh, you know, I was, uh, my mother was a single mom, and, and, you know, she, so I have, I was, like, very independent. I always had to, like, find my own 
entertainment. I was a single child. So I watched a lot of TV. I, I used to love Carol Burnett, you know. And oh, yeah. so I, like, grew up with all those old, you know, TV shows, all those comedies. And maybe that's where I got it from, watching Laughing and all those, you yeah. know, iconic shows as a kid, you know. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I just want to jump in this real quick. We got a, a little festival coming up here May 1st, right, Kiki? Oh, yeah, I'm so proud. Um, you know, a lot of people come to me to help them to get their shows on the air because I've done it on my own. Um, you know, I've, I've, as you know, you've read my resume, so all those things oh, I yeah. had done independently. Very impressive. And yeah. most recently I did 13 episodes of Kiki Mobile on A&E's half <laughs> FYI network. And so, you know, people know that I'm a doer, that I can, you know, that I have gotten Oh, yeah, things. well, that's obvious. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty and, obvious. But I felt bad, but I felt bad because, you know, I'm not a superstar in the sense that I can green light, you know, uh, anyone's shows. So, yeah. but I have enough contacts and I have enough relationships that I can open a lot of doors. And I've always had really oh, yeah. good luck helping other people. So I said, I really want to do this for other people because I did it for my company, and that's how I got Kiki Mobile on the air within a year. Yeah. I did it for myself. And so I um, I also noticed that a couple of my shows got into development with big companies. So I said, you know what, I should do this for everybody. And NAPTI was also interested in helping the emerging producer. They are the National Association of Television Program Executives. So we kind of merged and we said, hey, why don't we do it together? You're the one, you know, you're the face of the emerging producer, and we have, you know, an organization of buyers, people that buy content. So why don't we do it together? And that's how this all happened. And it just blew away, like it just blew up because people see that there's a need for it. You know, the networks yeah. are looking for diversity. Um, this is awesome because it's not just Latino. That's why I called it Omni because Omni means everybody. And everybody, it's, like, right. so awesome to, like, see the program that we have chosen um, and to look, you know, to see one show that's, that's African-American. Then you see a Latino show. Then you see an Asian-American show. And it's so awesome yeah. to see all the diversity. There's, like, a Brazilian project about, you know, wow. the Brazilian dancing, and then there's people that, in, that, that you know, um, submitted globally from Iran and Pakistan and France, you know what I'm saying? So this yeah. is the first year, and the program is amazing. Like, people would be entertained from 10 to 6 p.m. We're going to be showing almost 73 um, submissions. They're short, you know, they're to the point. Um, some are full pilots. But it's such an entertaining program. People will be inspired because all these filmmakers did it with so much passion and love. A lot of obviously don't have the budgets, you know. And yeah, you're going to walk yeah. out of there going, wow, like it could be done. I can do this. And, um, and you know, there's some that we actually say, my God, this could win an Oscar. That It's so good, yeah. you know, that it could actually win an Oscar. There's one called To Be Me that we're very impressed with and What's Your Number. These are all projects that I like, wow, I can't believe, you know, that. Well, this, that uh, uh, this, this festival sounds exciting. Who's going to be the MC? Who's hosting that? Oh, yeah. We're, well, um, we have an amazing event um, after the after party with um, uh, Andy Vargas from Soleros and Santana. He's the lead singer of Santana and a Cuban wow. jazz band. And we have um, we have Eric Zule. He's going to be hosting that for us, the big after party, the VIP after party with all the celebrities in attendance. And cool. um, the award show will be hosted by Yancy Arias and myself. Yancy is from Queen of the South. And wow. uh, so those are, that, that's all the excitement that's happening. It's going to be like an all-day event, doors open at 8, People get there, they get to see panels with network executives about content and development. They get to see distribution. They get to sit in writing panels for television. All morning long, you are going to get so, an education of a lifetime. So, Kiki, what we're going to do is, on the easy way part here, we're going to give away some tickets on whoever shares. We're going to make them eligible for this. This is going to yeah. be exciting. And, yes. and I'll tell you, uh, I mean, the Santana thing, Reese and I go back, we remember when that all first started. 
And, yeah. Uh, and it's like, what the heck happened? <laughs> All of a sudden, I know. 40 They're years amazing. later, like, here we are. <laughs> yeah. But no, I give totally. you a lot of credit. You're you're rocking and rolling here. I give you a lot of credit because, uh, you know, you, you're going to, people are going to want you to teach them. You're going to have to give some kind of class or something. How does she do it? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a great, it's a great event and it's beautiful. It's May 1st at the Egyptian theater. We have tickets on right. Eventbrite and Facebook. Omnicultural.com. You could go anywhere and find us and, you know, register because we are selling out. So everyone should just register. Make sure you do it as soon as possible. So where where would they go if they wanted to get uh, tickets and so on and so forth? They could go to our website, OmniculturalTVFest.com. We are on Facebook. We are on Film Freeway. And if they Google us, they'll see omniculturaltvfest.com, and they can get it on Eventbrite. They just have to put the name of the festival on Eventbrite, and they can get them there. And um, we have a – oh, my God, we have two more hours. Uh, Everyone that buys tickets until 12 noon today gets a free limited edition (laughs) T-shirt. Cool. Yeah. Love the T-shirts. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and when, when we got a thing going, you enough shares that you know whoever shares is going to be eligible for some tickets. Yes, so yes. I mean, not yes. everybody that shares, of course, but you know, uh, yeah, they work that out. But uh, yes. Kiki, you're amazing. I don't know where you and you're you're definitely the energizer bunny. You're going to have oh, to well, get together with Reese and go on some of these uh, excursions. You know, like yes, jumping out of planes you. and. <laughs> Yes, and you definitely should come to the festival, check it out, be a part of it. It's going to be an amazing event. Oh, I love it. Well, Kiki, thank you for coming on because I know you're beyond a busy person. Okay, uh, honey. You you slowed down your pace because I always say that our our little show is like the slow motion version of Eric's. The Baby Boomer (laughs) Show. (laughs) All right, honey. Thank you, Kiki. Thank you. Bye-bye. Well, Reese, I... I told you this uh, this lady is un- unbelievable. She just just goes and goes and is a good example of uh, right. people want to get in business and move on. But Jim, and with where, that, I guess, where are people supposed to, where are people supposed to share? Is it from our Facebook page or where do they need to share to win tickets? Yeah, uh, it would be through uh, through our Facebook page, uh, easywayfacebook.com or facebook.com groups, forward slash group, forward slash easy way fam. Uh, there's all that. Uh, we have uh, easy way radio. And just go to, uh, you know, we also have the one where you can go to letter E, letter Z, easy way phone, P-H-O-N-E dot app, and you can see all our stuff on there. But with that. Okay, so we should look for the, for the, uh, information about the festival and share right. that with as many people as they can, and exactly. that's how you can win tickets. Exactly, and it's not like I said. Not like everybody that shares is going to get a ticket. We have to give away thousands of tickets, but they, however, they work that out. Uh, people would share. Uh, is well, you got to share it with everybody you know. If you that's only right. got three followers, you're not going to win. Okay. Right. <laughs> so. Whoever shares is eligible, and from that rate, I think we're going to commercial time. Yep. And then Carmelita. Looking to grow and align your brand with celebrities and other established brands? Your brand is all about your entire customer experience. Everything from your logo, your website, your social media experiences, the way you answer the phone, to the way your customers experience your staff. So why not let us help you get your branding right from the start? At EasyWay Promotions, we are a new class of professionals providing first-class online branding, promotion, social media, website development, editing, graphic design, public relations, media, SEO, and online advertising to give your business the competitive edge to stand out. Our highly experienced experts will not only help you increase your online presence, but also provide you with a proven online strategy to help you increase the value of your company and make acquiring new customers easier. So what are you waiting for? Contact us today and let us help you grow your business exponentially. For more information, contact 424-209-9290 or visit easywaypromotions.com. That's letter E, letter Z. 
We also encourage you to like our Facebook page at Easy Way Promotions. You are about to experience Carmelita's Corner. Carmelita's song, Rosebud, made it to the top 40s with the godfather of soul, James Brown. She's the founder of the Rose Breast Cancer Society. Now here's your host, Carmelita Pittman. Good morning, everyone. How are y'all doing out there today? (laughs) I know that's right. I've got my friend from long ago and now up to date. Her name is Esperanza Luna, a beautiful, beautiful singer. I mean, excuse me, that's the one thing that I don't know that she claims. She does poetry. (laughs) She does poetry. She's written hundreds of poems. She's a great, fine artist. She founded LAVA, Los Angeles Visual Artist, uh, and she's been so active in the arts. She's always loved art. It's been her lifelong interest. Um, particularly painting, sculpting, writing, and the performing arts. And she has many degrees. Uh, and uh, as I mentioned, she's the founder of LABA, Los Angeles Visual Artist. And she now has a great studio in Pahrump, uh, Nevada. And I'm going to let her tell you more about that and, and what's up to date with her life. She's really an amazing lady. Good morning, Esperanza. Good morning, Carmelita. (laughs) All right, now. (laughs) How are you? (laughs) Oh, I'm doing well. I'm just happy to have you on my my, my show. Well, thank you for thinking of me, and I want to thank Radio Boomers Live and uh, EasyWayRadio.com for this opportunity. You guys are awesome. Thank you for thinking of me. It's been a while. It's been a long road. We've had a wonderful time. Uh, In case uh, some of you don't know, uh, Carmelita was my vice president for LAVA for many years. She was a dedicated, awesome, compassionate, passionate individual who, I mean, without her support in LAVA, I don't think I could have made a go of it. And the founding members, original founding members of LAVA um, were Carmelita Pittman, of course, um, Pedro Nurian, um, Nick Navarro, uh, Leo Reyes, uh, his um, partner, Samantha Croner. Uh, let's see who else we had on there. Um, Curtis Jones, who's passed away. Um, but we were a grassroots organization. We exhibited all throughout Southern California. Um, our most um, ambitious venture was at the at the Western Bonaventure Hotel, and we did that September the fourth in '92. And um, I also want to add that Pasquale Bedio was a he's a friend today. He's a friend of Carmelita's. And he was the first person I spoke to when I came to the Hollywood area uh, around 1995. And he supported my poetry. He first learned of me by my poetry. And then I did an exhibit. I believe we were at Crossroads. Is that correct, Carmelina? With, um, yes. Uh, yeah. Hollywood Arts Council sponsored mm-hmm. that. The uh, Hollywood Arts Affair is what they called it. That's right. And I met him mm-hmm. there. He, he listened to my poetry. I started exhibiting with them. And that's where I... I pulled my group from from one of their exhibits, actually, and that's I went around to every booth and recruited people, and I just started to have this emergent idea in my head. You know what? I would like to personally handpick some artists here that I feel have what it takes for the vision that I have and the goal that I have, and these four people met every goal. Not only were they phenomenal artists in their own right, and I can't speak enough of Carmelita. I, I wish I had your singing skills, my dear, but all I do is write poetry and paint. Um, but Carmelita does it all. She's an actress. She's a singer. Oh, my God. Um, she's done record deals. She's, she's just amazing. But she's also the, one of the most humblest people I've ever met. And um, she handled her duties as vice president of LAVA and supported me thoroughly in all of those, all of those exhibits that we did. And we did many. Um, so the Western Bonaventure was one. Our special guest artists at that time were Pasquale Bedio and Herb Cannon. Um, he was uh, founder and president of um, Herb Tannen and Associates Hollywood. And weren't they um, 
were, were they a uh, celebrity agency or something like that? A talent well, agency? If I'm not mistaken, um, he had something to do with Sammy Davis Jr. I know that okay. uh, at that time, right. at that time, I had a limousine service active, you know, with my husband, Pittman Limousine, and uh, uh-huh. I remember driving that particular evening to go up to his home. Oh. Up in the, uh, I think it's in the Malibu Hills or something like that because Correct. it was so amazing, and it it was really quite a. Um, a challenge getting up there, uh, you know, with all of the curves around the, oh, the yeah. hills and everything. I came very close to going off the edge there. I didn't realize how close I was. <laughs> Not hard to do in Los Angeles. But, but well, yeah, we, especially uh, driving a limousine to... up there, you know, <laughs> right. around all the you know, so, but anyway, I, if, um, you know, I'm trying to reach back in my memory now. I think Pasquale was with me the time that we went up there to see him. Wow. And, okay. and the main thing I, I really remember was his helmet was just unbelievable. It looked like it was made out of rocks or like a cave, oh, but it was, was also modern, very modern. Uh, and it was on uh, a, a, a canyon. And uh, it mm-hmm. just made you feel like you were a part of nature, and it was really quite a huge home. Uh-huh. Well, that, it, it was just, it was just amazing. Up there. Mm-hmm. It was beautiful up there. Well, we, right. opened, and, um, uh-huh. we opened to 300 people at uh, Western Bonaventure, and actually the way that came about was I made a simple phone call to um, to the Western Bonaventure. When I reach, I reach high, and <laughs> I, I got a hold of their <laughs> I got a hold of their marketing um agent, which was Marcy Young at the Bonaventure, and told her about our little group, and she said, oh, come on down, you can have a meeting down here, and and um, we moseyed on down there with my little art group. At that time, there was only like four of us, the core group, myself, Margar- uh, Carmelita, um, Leo Reyes, um, Nick Navarro, Curtis Jones, and, and Pedram, and we show up there to have our little meeting, and Marcy comes out and tells us that we can't we can't meet there because on that particular spot. And I asked her why. She says, "Well, you've been moved to another room." And I said, "Well, where are we supposed? To, where are we? Where are we going to meet now? Because we had this meeting scheduled, and we had a meeting every month. And we tried to pick a historic site somewhere we could go." And she says, "Well, um, you can have your meeting um, um, at in the Emerald Bay room, and that was a huge ballroom." And I said, "Well, what's happened to our little spot here? We were underneath um, the elevator, the glass elevator." And they were filming in the line of fire with Clint Eastwood, Warner Brothers, Castle Rock Productions. And um, she said, well, this is a spot Clint Eastwood is supposed to fall on. <laughs> so we were actually I remember, going to be I remember. <laughs> yes, it was one of the pods, you know. And yeah, actually exactly. what we, said, we did was receive an upgrade because it was so remarkable. I know when you said meeting, I think, um, but I was thinking of, you know, where we would have uh, – a meeting with her or something, but no, this was for the actual event itself. And for the actual and, event, and, and they we were wound up, yeah, we wound up with a, something like a ballroom. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was the Emerald Bay Room at the yes, at the Bonaventure. And, and the the crazy thing is, he goes on and he talks to Marcy Young. So the next time I talk to her, she tells me that he will host our next exhibit through yes, Castle Rock Productions, and I was yes, totally Clint, blown Clint. away. Right, Clint Eastwood. I, I believe he paid for all of our food uh, through Castle Rock Productions. He paid for everything. Production. He catered to yeah. He catered to three hundred people. We mm-hmm. had three hundred art patrons come through that door of the Western Bonaventure that day, and we just. I mean, it was something that just fell out of the sky through the grace of God. It was just a beautiful, beautiful experience. And um, I posted something on Facebook with the original pictures of the original members, the original founding members. And um, that, that was an awesome yes, time by all. I, I want to thank you for that, too. I did see it on uh, Jerry's uh, timeline. And um, my mom, she exhibited with us that particular That's right. uh, Your event, was too. There. She was in the picture. Oh. And, she was uh, a phenomenal artist as well. Just a very, very um, uh, amazing, kind, uh, again, a very humble lady. And she uh, did awesome art, art, awesome artwork as well. Juanita so, Zara Espinosa Udin. That that's was right. Uh-huh. And and I know that you uh, had us arrive in style because we all rode together in the limousine to get there. And we I rented a limousine for the occasion yeah, and all the was, founding we, members, and we showed yeah, up in it. We did it up. It was going to be our big day. That's right. <laughs> 
Well, I just yeah. want to state that, you know, I'm a, I'm a native of Orange County, um, and I ended up in the Los Angeles area. And um, one of the things that I wanted to talk about was um, was my person. I don't think all artists feel that way, but I think all artists have a mission because they want to create. I, I think all artists have a vision of a better world, uh, even yes. in the future, looking forward. They have a vision of a better world, a better community, Um and um, but I personally feel that um, I, as an artist, need to have a purpose. And um, my purpose is to is to break down barriers. And art does that. Where else can you do that without the social economic standing of say a one percenter, for example? Uh, as an artist, you can be from any social economic level, and you can get a message across. And art unifies, just like music, music, dance, yes. uh, theater, mm-hmm. all of those. Um, unify and they bring the community together and they remind us that we're all one and there should be no barriers there should be we, we need to break down these barriers especially in the climate that we're experiencing today um i think art is um instrumental and a necessity um for artists so for me i try to convey a message uh, it's not always um politically correct to um to put forth some of your political views on canvas um because they uh, are probably not going to be accepted at some galleries or most venues where it's family-friendly events, such as festivals and things like that. But I think you can still put out a body of work that represents you and represents your views. And so that's one of the things that I chose to do with Lava, and I wanted to bring artists together, an ethnically diverse group of people, um, because I didn't see that in Los Angeles. I didn't see – I saw individual artists, everyone striving for their own um, – and there was no real unity in terms of um, what can we do as a group? What can we do for the community? And, um, and I think Lava did that. We accomplished that in the, in the 10, 15 years that we ran. We, um, yeah, yes, and you had, you had benefits, too. Tell us about some yes. of the benefits that, uh, that Lava did, well, social um, benefits. Yes, we... Uh, we contributed to Bienvenidas Children's um, Center in Los Angeles. <coughs> Excuse me. And that was a center for abused and neglected children, um, really infants and toddlers. We would come in, and every time we did an exhibit or any time we took in member dues or we had sales, uh, artists were asked if they would like to contribute a, a portion of their uh, sales to Bienvenidos. And then we would write a checkout and present it to Bienvenidos. And this would go to buy diapers for the children, clothing, shoes, assist with their, with their food budget, or also for Christmas. We also went to Bienvenidos for Christmas, and we, and we spent time with the children there, conversing with them, talking with them, and they were just so grateful just to have an adult be there that had the time for them. I remember uh, Marshall Heads um, coming in. Uh, I think you were there, Carmelita. And um, the child clung to his legs and wouldn't let him go, and he thought he was his father. <laughs> and uh, I'm laughing because I don't want to cry because that child missed his dad, and, and who knows who he was or where he was. But for that moment, Lava was there, and we were able to reach out and pour our hearts into, into that place, you know, with our art and with our love and with a little bit of funding. We helped them. So we received a letter from them actually thanking us for all their services. Um, let's see, did a lot of stuff. Um, and you know, I also, also want to point. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, we also did yeah. um, Earth Day. Um, mm-hmm. We went and cleaned up the beaches in Santa Monica. We all wore lava T-shirts, and we got out there with um, buckets and and hefty bags, and we cleaned up the beaches on Earth Day. So I believe we did that on one occasion. But we had so many, um, so many requests for lava to be involved in in so many functions that we could only spread ourselves so far. We also contributed baskets of food to the homeless on Christmas and Thanksgiving, and we literally, you know, boots to the ground. You know, we had packed, we packed lunches. Um, we um, collected canned goods, toys, and we passed them out to Skid Row in, Los, in downtown Los Angeles. And, and that's what I'm talking about when I talk about artists having a, a greater goal or a greater purpose other than just promoting yourself and, you know, shielding your work from everyone else and being in competition with other artists. I don't like to compete with other artists. I think that everyone got, has their own God-given talents. There's no reason for any type of competition or jealousy, you know, and we didn't have that in our group. Carmelita was, she was a master at what she did, her mother as well. 
Tadrum did uh, painting on enameled glass. Nick Navarro did Native American Indian art. Uh, Leo Reyes was born in Mexico City, and he did art that um, symbolized Aztec, the old Aztec uh, monuments and um, ruins. Um, and I did a lot of dream vision work, which I'm, I'm currently still working on today, and I'm 67 now, and I'm still working on a body of work which encompasses dreams and visions that I've had. And um, they, they come out... I couldn't dream this stuff up in my waking in my waking hours, but when I sleep and I wake up in the morning with these phenomenal, outrageous dreams that's something out of a sci-fi novel, and I like to put them on canvas, and it makes for a very interesting um, um, artist display or exhibit. You know, people ask me what is the meaning. I say I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, they are great. Look at that. They you are. You read, yeah. In, yeah. read into it what you like, and many people mm-hmm. um, actually. Oh, I relate to that one. I understand that little girl in the desert picking up apples off the desert floor. What did that mean, you know? Whatever it means to you, you know, that's what it means. But I can tell you the story behind it. So that's just kind of the direction that Lana took. We exhibited at the Roosevelt Hotel. We exhibited at the Pasadena Library. We exhibited at La Gallery. Uh, Was that in Hollywood that we did that show in? Well, I know that. You. You've been that so supportive. You know, Lava Lava has been so supportive of the Rose Breast Cancer Society, which is a living oh. memorial for my mom. And uh, the last thing that you did with us was on six and a half acres at the Virginia Robinson's Gardens, just uh, right. north of right. the Beverly Hills Hotel. And uh, I want to thank you and thank you for bringing Lava oh. again on so many times that you've participated in our Roserati art shows and always bringing phenomenal artists, you know. And uh, so you. you've been a big co- contributor to that with the group as well. Very supportive. And thank you. We had, we've had uh, an amazing array. Well, you're welcome. We've had an amazing array of artists, and we only attracted the best. We had people from overseas. Uh, they were calling me to participate in the Western Bonaventure Hotel. We put a we, we put a call out in the Los Angeles Times, and I mean, I was getting oh my gosh, I was getting 50 calls a day from people, and I was asking for. I mean, this was before the internet and all of that, and mm-hmm. people were sending me stuff in the mail, and I was sifting through all of it. Uh, you were a big help yourself, Carmelita, helping me sift through that. Um, myself, Carmelita, um, Patrick Norian, we we're the primary. Um, uh, if you would say judges or jurors on, on, on the material that came in, and we uh, deemed whether something, the, the work, the body work was appropriate for the showing that we were going to do. So um, there were a lot of people that were cut, but there was a lot of people that came in and were given the opportunity to show their work. Um, some of the later artists that came in, do you remember Vernon Finney? was a fabulous artist. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Are you kidding? Vernon oh, Finney. Amazing. Amazing yes. artist. Amazing he artist. Oh, a mural-type uh, artist. And Pasquale, I believe, is the one who introduced him to our group. But listen, I'm looking. I have one eye on the clock. And uh, oh. before we go, I'd like for you to give us a taste of um, perhaps one of your original poems. I'd love to do that. I've written about 300 poems. I've written a poem called The Best, so I'm a little bit of a playwright as well, doing poetry and short stories and fiction. Uh, But I think uh, poetry is my forte. I love it because it's like a painting in words. And uh, this one is called Even There. The wheels of time ceaselessly turning, the sunset orange blood-red yellow leaves of reticent fall wither and drop and the heavy scent of jasmine caressing the full moon and riding the warm night currents like a vagabond witch will close her white petal lips and two, the exhilarating chorus mantra, a senseless bird of crickets will stop and we, eternally sedated in the waking dream, will sleep. Collectively bound, singularly inspired, we spin and weave the magic web that answers the question. Or... If catapult we must into the black abyss, why there, even beauty, even there, even there, beauty. Oh, how nice. <laughs> well, listen, <laughs> listen, Esperanza, that's just a little taste for everybody, but, you know, you are just a, a talented, a multi-talented artist, and I'm so pleased that you are in my life and so glad that we've hooked up again here on this little radio show 
which is growing, by the way. I'm connected with Radio Blueprint oh, Live, as you know. And uh, there's just so much uh, happening with this network. I mean, we're hooked up now with iTunes and and uh, the really, Dish. Really, that's and, wonderful. Well, I'm actually, and, and, and actually much thinking more. of getting yes. into it. Yes, yeah. please go to visit uh, the Easy Way uh, Network, and you can go uh, to hear well, the archives of some of this show, too, by visiting easywayradio.com. And, I will. Uh, yes, and there's a family uh, set up with the uh, network here that you can visit as well. Uh, and uh, I know we've got to get back to Radio Boomers Live, so... We'll say goodbye for now, and we'll see each other soon. Thank you, Carmelita. I love you, and um, we'll continue our friendship. (laughs) Bye-bye. Absolutely. Smartphone, cell phone, PC, Mac, tablet, iPad. That's right. It's tech time. Well, some of you that receive your um, television over the antenna, I know that's so old school, but those of you that have decided that you want to cut the cord, you don't want to pay all that high cable bill, and you're watching TV, digital TV channels, you might have noticed that Channel 2 fell off of your screen all of a sudden. Well, sometimes digital TV channels change. Some stations may stop broadcasting and change frequencies, while new stations on different channels may become available. So if you receive digital TV over the air with an antenna, you should periodically rescan your channels to update the channels you receive. Channel 2 recently changed their signal and consequently fell off of many of the channels, uh, many of the TVs. And people didn't know what to do. They thought, why did Channel 2 disappear? You need to rescan. The FCC is doing a whole thing so that not a lot, but a few of the channels are changing their frequency. And in order to continue to receive them, you just have to rescan. So you did it when you originally set up your TV, but that was probably eons ago, and you don't remember how to do it. So if you have difficulty rescanning, consult your owner's manual for more detailed instructions on how to run a channel scan. And if you're still having problems, contact your customer service for your TV or your converter box from the manufacturer, and they will be able to help you rescan. Now, you may find contact information in your instruction manual, or even you can Google it on the Internet. You can Google almost anything on the Internet, and they will tell you how to rescan your station. Once the rescan is complete, you should be receiving your channel two again if you lost it. And again, do it periodically, especially over the next few months. And you might find that you have new channels, and there are so many channels. I have antennas on all of my TVs, even the ones with cable, because I like getting some of those digital TV shows. I watch Lassie. I watch Gunsmoke. I watch uh, Maverick and uh, just all kinds of those old shows that we baby boomers grew up with and loved and they're they're there now. It's amazing. There's like over 60 channels that you can get for free on regular digital TV with your antenna. So remember, just scan periodically. I say, you know, after they finish this broad sweep, I say do it every two, every maybe six months, once a year, and make sure that you keep all of those digital channels you don't have to do this on your cable. They will change the frequency automatically for you. But if you have a digital television set with an antenna, rescan so you make sure you see all of those channels that you get. Okay, and that is my tech time for today. Jim, let's go to your gym.
Okay, baby okay. boomers, it's time for Jim from Jim. That's right. That's right. That's me. And I'll tell you, Reese, I love that stuff because, uh, you know, if you don't know, you're paying all this tons of money for all this stuff. And Rita comes along with a program that's like free. If it's free, it's for me. So anyway, guys, I want to just touch base on some of this stuff. The Easy Way Network, it's like blowing people away, becoming the most interactive network around. And it's uh, it's interactive and unique because what people are finding out, they just don't go on a network. They're interacting with it. They're they're part of it. They, they're reaching out, and people are finding out about what they do. So uh, I'm just going to share some of that with you because this is amazing. Uh, go to easywayradio.com. If we see you are sharing, you will be eligible for the, uh, the May 1st tickets and stuff like that. I mean, yeah, they've had that in the past with different programs, but this is a continuous thing where people interact. They interact with each other. And it's uh, it, so go to easywayaccess.com. And register, okay, easywayaccess.com, and get into all that stuff. Uh, we got uh, August 30th, Easyway Golden Carpet for the, supporting the ABC Youth Foundation. And uh, you'll start getting attached to this stuff. And when you share, you, you're eligible for these tickets we're talking about. <clears throat> but uh, you just start becoming part of the Easyway fam. And uh, per quarter, We'll promote whoever sends footage on the easywayfam.com. So, uh, and then I want to touch base on some of this stuff. Easywayaccess.com, our new functional social network that has a point system. This is cool stuff because it's not just stuff I'm telling you about. People are taking the time to look into that and going, whoa, and it's it's changing their life. All right, so easywayaccess.com new functional social network that has a point system for users uh, for free marketing and promotional. So the promotion. So that's, uh, does that sound good for free? We also have integrated ways to give back. We are now on Clearview Broadcasting and Roku. Look for Easy Way TV. We are also on mytvtogo.net. Look for Easy Way Network on top of Voice America, Woman on TV, Apple TV, Amazon, and Direct TV on channel 5559. How about that? It's a lot of stuff. This network is growing. I'm blown away by what Eric is creating here. Uh, you go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Easy Way Fam. We are doing something new called the Easy Way Fam Cam. Now, this is interesting stuff. Remember, the Easy Way Fam Cam, I told you, once per quarter, we'll promote whoever sends the footage. See, this is the thing. You do some of the stuff, you share, and you get the tickets, you become part of this, and this gets you out there. So there's there's a lot of stuff. Reith, I just wanted to share some of that, and uh, it, it's exciting, you know. And, you know, with this uh, – you know, with what you guys have today, it's a lot different than what Reith and I had when we were a lot of your ages, you know, back in the 20s and 30s. Uh, <laughs> you know, Reith, it's, it's just so different today. They can share with somebody in another country and tweet and text. And it's like, this is mind-boggling. I mean, talking about the benefits of a business or getting products out there. It's, uh, it's amazing. It's a it's, it's a amazing. brand new world that we live in. So, Reese, who invented the internet? <laughs> who invented <laughs> the? How did this thing come about anyway? This this is amazing stuff. How could anybody sit around? I don't going, know, but it, it wasn't intended for public consumption. When they first invented it, it was I think for the army or the military or something. But now Probably, it's free yeah. for all of us. But you know what, Jim? We are so out of time. It's been just such a great show. And we'll be back show, next uh, Monday, <laughs> 10 a.m. Monday morning, 10 a.m., guys. And don't forget the shares that we tell you about. And uh, keep busy, keep moving, keep the faith. And uh, Rita and I will be back next Monday morning, 10 o'clock. 10 
and let's uh, give you some more information and all kinds of cool stuff. Until then, I guess it's sign-out time, Reese. What do you think? Absolutely. We're out of here. Have a We're great day. So long, guys. Radio Boomers Live out. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Radio Boomers Live with your hosts, Rita Gray, Star Betty White's Off Their Rockers, and EZ's dad, Jim Zuli. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at Radio Boomers Live. Radio Boomers Live is brought to you by the Easy Way Broadcasting Network. That's the letter E, the letter Z, Broadcasting Network.